0: So what's up, everyone? It is uh, 8, 10. We were trying to start at 8 o'clock. Technical difficulties pushed it. But when you uh, face obstacles in life, you know, all you could do is, uh, you know, face them as they come and overcome them. So, you know, whatever, it's 10 minutes, you know, move on with life. Don't let these things uh, get you down. But we're here with Simulacra. Uh, Just want to learn, you know, again, like this show is all about what people are passionate about, what people are doing in life. Uh, I think that's where the value is. That's where it is for me. Hopefully, you know, you feel the same way in the audience. And, uh, you know, so we want to dive into what Simulacra is passionate about. Um, now they are working on a project where, you know, they have this kind of metaverse, um, that they've built, um, at least to a demo portion that, you know, I've had the pleasure of checking out. It's kind of this awesome, magical, you know, cartoonish world, um, the pfp or profile picture that simulacra has that's the avatar in this world uh it's really cool you know it looks like there's going to be some sort of like points or reward systems to you know unlock certain activities in there but you know a lot of people talk about building um and this you know this is pretty much you know a lot of it's built um you know again I'll let you talk about what's kind of open to the public and not but at least from the demo that I saw uh you know I was impressed it looks really awesome uh and again like you know it's something that's accessible, at least on the demo level. So, you know, it's really cool that, uh, you know, you've, you've produced not just, you know, kind of building phase, but, uh, you know, why don't you kind of kick it off and, uh, you know, let us know what everything uh, is all about.
1: Exactly. Hey, well, thanks so much for for having me on. It's great to connect, to get to talk about what we're both excited about right here and, and into the future. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you did a great job just over- overviewing what we're about. It's, it's how do we make Immersive web experiences, air quote, metaverse, air quote, immersive web, air quote, web XR. You know, there's a lot of words going around, but uh, you know, for us, it's it's how do we make these social browser-based experiences that are 3D, right? That run right out like a like you're on Twitter right now. You would just be on a different website, but in a 3D space with other people. How do we make those types of experiences impactful, powerful, and accessible to? mainstream America I mean I think like you kind of alluded to you know over the last year we saw a lot of projects metaverse projects NFT projects with a lot of people that were you know building or working on stuff and there really wasn't anything there there wasn't anything to try there wasn't anything to see so we we wanted to go in the exact kind of opposite direction and actually start making something that is usable today that we're just going to keep building on top of right so like you said you got to you get to hop into one of our spaces and you know I mean everything's a a, a demo always right until it's not. So, um, yeah, we're super excited of, of kind of what we've built and, uh, and how we've made it super easy to use. Right. I mean, we're, we're really focused on, you know, the average user, how do we make, you know, extraordinary technology accessible to, to everyday people? Um, and I think we're, we're, we're getting pretty, uh, we're getting pretty close there. So that's kind of, you know, that's, that's our main philosophy, I guess, as you approach all of this. Um, Maybe a little bit more background. Quick, quick about question us. for you about this. Yeah, is, of course.
0: Did you um were you involved at all? And sorry, if, like we already talked about this in it or whatever. But were you involved at all uh, with the Vminders kind of meetup in the uh, in the universe?
1: Yeah, no. So that's that's a that's a great segue. So um, the guys over at Flexi, uh, you know, shout out Flexi. I think a lot of the people, hopefully a lot of people and more people in the V space know about these guys because they're super passionate about what they do. Um, there are buddies from here out in uh, the Twin Cities, Minnesota uh, area. And um, yeah, so basically on our platform, we, we built out a gallery for the Flexi guys. So they make these really cool pieces of art, right, out of your NFTs that you have. And a lot of them are three-dimensional, right? They're pieces of wall art that have multiple layers to them. And they look so cool in real life. And they look so cool in 3D that, like, it's really hard to comprehend them on like a two-dimensional website right like they'll post about them on, and uh just on, to
0: clarify for the audience here right so Flexies, is yeah. it something where when you buy it right you get an nft version of it to my understanding and you get like an actual physical product
1: version correct i think so i mean they're also collaborating with a lot of um projects where you get uh you get the rights to to you know make a physical replication of the digital nft so I think there's a there's a little bit of back and forth. I don't want to I don't want to speak for them on exactly what their roadmap looks like, but uh, they're doing a lot of interesting stuff in the space, um, especially with with V friends. I know they've had a couple uh, V friends pieces made. They they sent one to Gary that's sitting in his office that you can like see when he goes live and stuff, which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, so we we developed a, a a 3D social space for them to use as both. a, a a really cool way to actually see what their product looks like. Uh, and then, yeah, we held a big meetup. Um, you know, they, they worked really hard with VMinders minders to, to get, I think like almost 60 people kind of uh, in an exclusive raffle, you know, to go into the space, they had some really good giveaways and uh, yeah, that was an awesome event. I mean, it really showcased, you know, it was fun because I think a couple of days before we had a Twitter spaces, getting people pumped for it. And then there's like kind of a, uh, a message group that we're a part of on Twitter that like everybody was super pumped. Everyone was sharing their pictures of being in the space. And uh, it was a great just use case of the social value um, that it brings to an online community to actually give them a, a space to hang out and really um, uh, a sense of presence to hang out with people. Like, right. You, you know, you and I are talking on, on Twitter right now, but uh, you know, we go and hang out, Uh, inside of our platform. And it's like we've met each other, which I think is a a really big deal these days, and will be increasingly going forward, right?
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like, you know, it's all about kind of bringing that feeling or, you know, the joys and pleasures of a real life experience. And how do you try to replicate that in the metaverse? So you know, obviously there's this logical part of your brain that goes, okay, this isn't really happening, so to speak, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a digital experience, but how do you, how do you achieve, right. That suspension of disbelief where it's like watching a movie where you just fully kind of lock in and engage in the experience and having that physical avatar um, that you can kind of identify with and, you know, kind of channel yourself into, I think a hundred percent, it amplifies the experience. So I, I think you're right about that. Um, one thing I just want to say, too, for the audience, just want to give a shout out to vMinders. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, vMinders stems from Gary Vaynerchuk's NFT's vFriends. Uh, if you don't know Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, you know, no offense. I think that's a mistake. I think you should definitely check him out. Uh, but basically, he has an NFT project called Friends, based around a lot of, you know, positive uh, traits and qualities and just inspiring kindness and goodness, basically, in the world. Uh, vMinders is something that stems off of that. And if you've ever heard of dude with sign, that's, you know, largely the image or framework or idea behind that. If you hadn't heard of dude with sign, it's just a guy who, uh, you know, wrote a, a cardboard sign, you know, almost similar to like how homeless people are, you know, asking for help or money or food. It's that same thing, you know, the image of the cardboard sign. But instead of asking for something, you put a really positive message on it. You know, dude with sign, if you haven't heard of that, he usually puts like a meme or something funny or like you know, stop putting pineapple on pizza or something like that. V-Minders takes it in a hundred, and sometimes they do positive messages too. Um, so I think that's cool. But V-Minders takes it a hundred percent in that positive direction where you take a character from the V-thriends that you identify with or identifies a, a positive message. You know, one of my favorites is the adaptable alien. Well, you know, one of the first V-minders I did was, you know, I just wrote on a cardboard, uh, you know, box kind of thing, like a, a piece of it adaptation is of thrival so you know surviving and uh thriving at the same time and uh you know you just take a picture of yourself holding it and you put it out there to the world you know you could you could hold it in public you could hold it in times square if you want you know it also stems from this thing where gary v did one and uh you know he said stop giving a fuck or stop caring about what other people think and he stood i think in the middle of the city and held it and you know that's fucking awesome you know because he didn't care what people thought about him doing it so it just totally reinforces the message um, but yeah, just shout out to V Minders and you know, not to take away from you or you know, to get too far away from uh, you know, discussing your passions, but gotta give a quick shout out to V Minders because it's definitely a tie-in. I was at the event, mm-hmm. you know, there was a giveaway for people who had done V Minders. V Minders does a ton of giveaways. So if not just for the sheer positive aspect of it, you know, there are sometimes prizes to win for doing them. So yeah, check out V Minders, but you know, enough with that tangent and go ahead.
1: No, I mean, completely agreed. Like, they put together an awesome event. They've got a super uh, excited audience. Um, everybody who was there had a great time. We got some great videos of people jumping around, people talking about, you know, being from all across the world in a space together is, is really something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even... Uh, you know, w- watching Vminers and being in some of those groups, like, it's it's exciting to see people using their platforms for good, right? Even just like yourself, talking about positivity and, and being passionate and really everything that, that Gary talks about, like, e- the internet's a, an interesting place sometimes. So it's really good to see these groups that are focused on, on uh, you know, the positives in life. And I think we we do like extending that as part of our platform, right? I mean, there's a lot of places on the internet where people can be negative and and bad things can happen. But, uh, you know, we're really about when you're in a space like this, you know, versus a 2d chat or a zoom chat or whatever, right? Like it is about being respectful of others while you're in there. So that's, um, that's something that we're trying to, you know, continue to learn from. So watching B miners and everything that you guys do, uh, we're definitely taking notes on, on how the, how you can build the internet to be a better place. Right. So, uh, shout out to everybody who's who's trying their best at that. so we're we're just taking uh, taking a few notes from those groups and and extending it to uh, you know just our 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 little corner of the world out here.
0: One hundred percent. Now, question for you, if you know someone listening wants to check out what you're doing, you know I, I know I partnered with you and I had the demo access. You know, um, when will this be accessible, or how accessible is this to the public? You know, I know you did the um, kind of private room for vMinders you know, if there's another group or an NFT project or whoever that's listening that has some sort of organization and, you know, they want to reach out to you. Uh, I would love to yeah. kind of be an inspiration for that or a door opener to, you know, give value back to you and help you out. Um, you know, is there anything you want to kind of tell anyone who might be listening? You know, how do they kind of uh, get involved?
1: Yeah, completely. That's That's a great segue. So, uh this the other space that you get to check out kind of our our new whimsical space we're calling hq you know it's kind of our our home world it's a landing spot we've got a lot of cool art in it it's going to serve as a place where we can do demos meetups um you know live of more live events into the future uh we're actually hosting a big launch party in there tomorrow night at 7 p.m central time uh so 8 p.m central for those on the east coast and uh, those in the states you can you can do the math on your uh, if you're an hour or two behind us or ahead. Um
0: and to the clarify if in, if, how do you access that
1: yeah so we're we've got uh let's see if I can I can post it into here. We've got a um do, 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 do. we've got an eventbrite link that we're kind of just getting RSVPs on similar to how the VMinders group did it. Uh you can go to uh, bit like it's a bitly link so bit, B-I-T dot ly slash hq launch uh that's gonna be a place where you can just grab a free rsvp and that's just the way where we gonna we can drop you the link and the access code to the space for and tomorrow right, night so feel
0: free to drop the link on the uh actual space um you know tweet
1: or what you know you know what i mean yes and so yeah we've got uh almost 100 people signed up for that too we're trying to make this kind of our, our biggest event we've ever had which will be close to, you know, a hundred concurrent, which for uh, a a web-based space with spatial audio is pretty solid these days. And it's just based on general internet capacity. So yeah, we're we're really hoping to have it be a a fun time. We're going to be doing some giveaways as well. Again, taking a few keys from Vminders, you know, get the people excited about coming out, uh, reward people for showing up and having a good time. So we've got... um, We've got a couple of NFTs actually that we're going to be giving away in the space for the first 100 people that come. We've got a couple of special NFTs from one of our local artists. Cats will eat you. Uh, that's his name on Twitter. So if you don't follow Cats will eat you yet, uh, shout out to Mr. Semke at that project because what he's doing is really cool. He's been making digital art every single day for coming up on 16 years. So talk about uh, work ethic and some of those other um, you know good traits that we talk about. He's really out there kicking some butt so uh we've got some nfts from him we've got uh, them
0: that's incredibly impressive now you know some people in the audience uh may be wondering oh i'd love to check this out but i don't think i have the nft for this right uh yeah i think i know the answer to this but uh do you need an nft for this
1: yes that's like that's another great segue so i mean kind of in in line with our accessibility right there's there's so many people still on this planet right that that don't even haven't even dipped a toe into blockchain, Web3, NFT, right? So we're all still in a very small percentage of the population. So you really do um, by, by implementing too much of that stuff right now, you, you really close off these opportunities to a lot of the world. Will we be utilizing more of that technology in the future? Sure, of course, everyone will be. Um, but yeah, so accessibility is the name of the game, so right? Right out of a web browser from your computer, your Mac, your laptop, your desktop, um, we're not on mobile yet, but you know we'll get there soon enough. This is mostly just because of the users we've worked with in the past. You know, everybody's at has a work computer. Everyone's doing Zoom calls. Like that's kind of where we live these days. And so we're like, all right, let's build for that. Let's build a really good experience that works out of the desktop, you know, or laptop, the web browser. Uh, no login, no now, download, now quick, no NFTs. Yeah. For,
0: the, uh, for the listeners here, you know, I think I definitely get what you're saying, especially since I've accessed it, but. Mm -hmm. You know, the answer would be 100% no. You do not need an NFT. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to spend any money. You don't need to connect any sort of wallet and have any sort of risk of, you know, a transaction or anything getting drained Mm -hmm. or anything that could cause anxiety. You could just log in through your internet browser, you know, for free and uh, check out this world, correct?
1: Yes, yes. Thank you for for translating for me. Yeah, we're keeping it super simple. Just like you would go uh, to any website, it's going to be the same concept. You just get to, you get to make a name, you even get to pick out a cool colored outfit for your, for your avatar. And then you're in right. Like three simple steps. Um, and just re- another reminder too, is that you don't need a VR headset. You know, I think we're, you know, from our roots, we're, we're kind of a virtual reality and immersive technology company. So some people think like, or, or they get confused with everything that, uh, that Meta is doing and they're like, Oh, I don't have a VR headset it works right out of the computer, right out of the browser, just like you're going to a website. So yeah, I mean, I, I think like you said, it's tough, but once, once people try it, they go, Holy smokes, this is going to open up a whole nother, you know, a whole nother world of, of how we're going to be interacting online. And that's what we're really uh, pretty bullish on right now. And so I think as we continue to, to work on this platform, um, find more partnerships from brands, from communities like yourselves with Vminders, VFriends, you know, the, we love seeing that kind of uh, excitement. So when we do an event, people want to come out and they want to talk about uh, what they're into. I mean, I think the guys at Flexi are are going down to uh, Miami here next week, but after that, we're going to work with them, hopefully to be hosting some more events in their space. Um, We got our launch tomorrow night. We've got, we've got a couple more projects coming up that I, I can't speak to quite yet but I think that a lot of people uh, in your audience will be super interested in so I'd love to talk about that maybe in a couple weeks when we're we're ready to go so yeah it's just it's uh we've been doing this for a while but it's also kind of still the beginning you know the last couple of years people have been recalibrating there's been a lot of stuff going on but uh coming into 2023 um I think everyone's really excited for for new things and and new ways of connecting
0: Yeah, 100%. One thing, um, you know, just to kind of flesh it out, right, for the uh, imagination of people trying to picture what this is that maybe haven't seen it yet, maybe on the fence, right? Um, mm-hmm. One of the features that I liked or enjoyed about, you know, this, um, this metaverse that's been built is when you get close to people or further away from those people, it's correlated to how well you could hear those people, Mm-hmm. Or whether you could hear those people, you know or not at all. Um, and some people, I don't know maybe maybe some people wouldn't like that, right? but I love it because it gives it more of that feel of reality. It gives it that feel of being next to a person or your avatar is, and you know that's the person you're talking to, that's the person you could hear, and you're not hearing all this other kind of chatter of, yeah, there's these other people in the metaverse or in the space, but you know, maybe they're having their own conversation and you don't necessarily want to hear that. Or I I think I don't want to hear that while I'm trying to, you know, have my own conversation or connect with somebody else. So, you know, I don't know if you want to Sound talk great. about any other cool features you like, but, you know, just I, I love that particular feature. You know, other things I like, I like the emojis. I like the um or emoticons or whatever you call them where um or gestures. Uh, I think maybe you call them where you can, you know, there's a, I I think it's funny. You have a twerk gesture in there and you can kind of dance around. You could wave, Um, you know, I don't know what you guys have planned, but, you know, feedback wise, uh, you know, someone who's used it. And, you know, I I would imagine maybe you guys are thinking this, but I would love to see even more kind of twerk or dance or, you know, different kind of, um, you know, gestures or whatever, emoji, emoticon, things that you could do. I think people have fun with that. Um mm-hmm. maybe you get to a point where people buy and sell those or there's rare yeah. or whatever. But uh yeah, if you you know, no you another another what your favorite feature is definitely one of mine.
1: Yeah, another great another great segue on the features for sure. I mean, yeah, we we get we're not trying to replace reality. This is just another great um option, another great way to connect to mix it up. You know, we're all finding different ways to beyond discord and slack and twitter spaces and social media and zoom calls right i mean this is this is another piece of the puzzle that i think is really refreshing for a lot of people who who haven't done something like this before um and agreed hey, we find it ironic because we uh we all we all get in there and then sit around in a circle uh like we do in real life because that's how people talk when they're in a group and so you'll walk up to the group you know you're kinda, you kind of uh, you kind of make your way in like you do in real life and introduce yourself and then uh you know, pick up to what everyone's talking about, or, or add to the conversation. Uh, it does make it nice, because you can, you can have sidebars, you can be like, all right, I mean, even tomorrow night, you know, talking to the Flexi guys, and, and other, you know, uh, V friends, if they want to even start talking about VCon for next year, like, they can be like, hey, we're gonna go meet out on one of the islands, you know, kind of in the distance, and we're gonna have like a focused conversation within our event that maybe isn't Extri- explicitly vcon focused but like there's going to be people there that want to talk about that or want to talk about um art basil etc right so it's cool when you get a big group of people that are, are kind of like-minded enough that that they want to go off and have maybe uh, a more um focused conversation and, and our space allows for that so yeah, yeah and, and i, I like think the with Zoom the call, all right? the it dance moves
0: like you might call that like a breakout yeah. room or like that may be something like you know coming from web2 people are already familiar with and it just adds that extra you mm-hmm. know, layer of like being in a kind of breakout room of, you know, having that physical avatar where, you know, you could see yourself walking around and interacting and kind of, you know, imagine the personalities of the people you're talking to onto that avatar. And it, it just, you know, it's just that depth yeah. that, um, you know, is the metaverse experience. So some people, again, on the fence, skeptical, I'm definitely trying to kind of help people see what's so cool about this. I would love to have more people involved. Um, so, again, definitely shout out to, uh, to that feature. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I I agree with all that. It's even, it's even a lot less complicated than setting up a breakout room in Zoom. You're just like, we're just going to walk over here, you know, Uh, which is, which is kind of great. It empowers people to, to just go and do their own thing um, right from within the platform. Uh, Yeah, I was just gonna say, we've, we actually just got a Slack message that we've got a a few more uh, emotes uh, down the line because, You know, we agree. It's like, how do we make it so that you can, you know, give this visual feedback to, like, yeah, I'm digging what you're saying, or, or maybe I don't quite agree, or I want to celebrate something. So we're we're going to be building that out, maybe in time for tomorrow's event. I don't want to, don't quote me on that, but uh, that's on the short list. And then a couple other things, you know, that we're really excited about is um, just getting like more features in there for screen share or for admins, um, just so like when you're kind of running your own event. Uh, you can control it. You can bring in music, you can do it. You can bring in video, you can present to a group, you can show off or do like a, a reveal, right. You can make these spaces, um, really like ready for an event, you know, to celebrate, to show something off, to, to do something special. So all of those features are, are coming down the pipe really quick. We're just kind of, you know, we're parallel pathing, working with a, building out a lot of new spaces, still finding some partnerships, doing some outbound, but, uh, anybody who's interested for sure. I mean, we want to have options in the, in the near future where, yeah, if you just want to like borrow the space or utilize the URL and, and, and an access code to like host your own like meetup or get together with, with a big group of people, like let's, let's talk, uh, no, no sense in, in not shooting me a message and, and seeing what we could do. And then for anybody working, you know, more in the, in, you know, the, the corporate life, the nine to five, um, you know, we want to work with brands and, and help them re- reinvent how they're engaging with audiences or, uh, you know, even anything from uh, learning and development and, and beyond. I mean, we're just we're really bullish on this technology to solve a lot of problems. Uh, and we haven't really come across a use case yet that, like, there's not something really cool we can do here. So we're just open to uh, conversations and, and uh, finding really cool solutions for, for everybody.
0: yeah i mean uh you know i think like you know in terms of use cases what do you think about even like you know i think people could use it for like meetings for work like i mentioned zoom like you know what do you think about people using it for meetings
1: oh for sure i mean we've basically you know we've ditched uh zoom and we only meet in here especially when we're meeting with people for the first time because like there's so many ways that it's just like you know and i I come back to virtual reality because that's that's you know we do a lot in that space as well and it is very hard to tell somebody how cool and impactful virtual reality is without getting them in a headset. And this is kind of the same thing. We can look at a 2D slide deck or watch a video about the platform and about what we're excited about, but we'd rather just be like, hey, click on this link and you can just join us, right? Like it's that simple. So we've we've moved all of our, our meetings onto here. Anything from a two-person, four-person, small team meeting uh, all the way to tomorrow night's, you know, banger of an event. So, uh, we've, yeah, it, it, it fills that gap for sure. Um, and, and that's just one, one aspect of it. I mean, uh, a use case that I was excited about that we're going to be rolling out here in a little bit is, you know, basically creating the virtual office place, you know, but not like a boring boardroom or like, meet me by the water cooler. Like we're going to make like a funky and cool space that people want to be in. Um, Because so many agencies or businesses, small and large, I mean, people just work from home, right? They don't meet people that they work with in person anymore. And so kind of creating this, uh, this social hub that can work for, you know, pitches and events and social hours and whatever. It's like an always on thing. It's just like, hey, meet me meet me in simulacra and like we'll just chat about it or i'm going to do a presentation we're going to utilize it like it's a, a meeting room we're going to utilize it like it's a an event space for our holiday party right it's 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 going to be cool because you know when we help build the technology to enable people to use it in ways that they want like that's what gets us excited you know and learning from people is like how would how would you want to use this and what features can we build you know because we're not stuck in our ways yet right we're 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 actively listening for feedback so that's why we're really excited for more people to you know keep checking it out keep letting us know
0: now in terms of feedback what about like uploading a graph
1: uh what was that you sorry you said uploading a graph
0: sorry yes about what what about like uploading a graph
1: Um, Yeah, I think that's when we're so right now, we've got uh, a presentation screen that we're building in right now. And I and eventually, you know, we're going to have a feature where it's like, all right, you're the admin, you're just going to do a screen share. And you can show people all from like some massive TV that is inside of the space. As far as I mean, we've done some really cool stuff with graphs previously, where we show data, um, visualized in three dimensions. So we have, you know, graphs that you can climb on, right, that give you a sense of like, you know, what this upper momentum might look like are these different disparities between numbers. Um, Because from a learning perspective, to see data in a way that you can actually kind of like, you know, quote unquote, put your arms around it and it's life size and it it actually has a higher impact to it. uh, That's really cool. So yes, I mean, completely uh, more shareable features coming very soon for, you know, admins, right? It's like, how do we give you more control to do, more with the space and actually have a have a bigger impact have a more purposeful reason for getting together again
0: i totally agree i really love uh, everything you're talking about here as someone who's you know a big proponent of the web 3 and metaverse space um and you know not to get negative about it but especially with all these like you know to just be real right like diseases and you know covid and monkeypox or whatever the fuck is like you know the next thing that's going around the world's kind of you know, crazy and weird right now. Um, so in a time where, you know, kind of world event, you know, the war going on and a time where world events can, uh, you know, be a factor that are segregating people or separating people. I think the metaverse is kind of an answer to, you know, if you do, you know, there's another lockdown, blah, blah, blah. God forbid. Right. Hopefully not. No one I think wants okay. that, but you know, in whatever situation, if there's some sort of thing where, or even you're sick or whatever it is where, you know, you kind of can't leave the house or, you know, you're home for a bit, right? Or even even just as simple as, like you said, working from home, um, you know, gives this extra space to connect. Now, uh, another question here, and I think you said this, but just again to clarify, um, mm-hmm. you don't have to have like any sort of VR headset to get involved or, you know, be a part of the metaverse that you have built um, with the Simulacra, but it is fully, uh, if you do have a headset, it is fully headset supported. I, th- I think you did say Yes
1: actually not at this time which again is i think maybe oh, okay. ironic Sorry, to a lot of people no 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 all good but that's a good clarifying point it, we just found that that 99% of our our use was not in headset um and we get it right i mean adoption rates are still very low there's a lot of people with headsets who've never done you know more of a social or a casual uh experience in them either so yeah, it, it may, you know, be in the future, but we're just not there with adoption yet where, you know, every single person and just ease of use. I mean, headsets are great. We love VR, uh, but there are still a lot of barriers to us just being like, here's a headset and you're going to be able to figure out how to get into the experience. We're just not quite there yet. Um, and there's a lot of stuff on the headset software that we can't control. So we're like, all right, what can we control? Publishing a website. That runs, uh, you know, over the web, and we kind of know how people react to it. We know how the UX and UI works, um, and that's exciting for us because it's like cool. We we can uh, we can really put our stamp on it and uh, and make it the best experience that we have control over. So, yep, just just out of the web browser for now. But what's nice is that, you know, even on even on previous builds where we we did have it in v- in VR. Everything is just running from the web, like right, the same link on mobile, on, in a VR headset or from a, from a desktop uh, is going to take you to a shared space. And that's only going to get faster, more reliable, um, you know, into the future. So definitely not, uh, you know, not the end of the road for, for VR implementation for us at all. Um, we've even actually we've, we've taken one of our experiences and built it into a standalone single player VR experience just to mostly prove that we could. So there might be something for that in the future for different like museums or branded experiences where they're like, Hey, we'd love to have a VR build of this. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's completely possible. Um, Just, we're just really focusing on, on kind of, you know, the core, the core user, which isn't a VR user at this, at this point in time.
0: Yeah, and I want to say I agree with that as well. Um, you know, I I I, I had thought you said you had it, so I, I didn't. I don't mean to bring it up as like a negative or a critical point. And uh, oh no, 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 you know, no
1: worries, no yeah, worries.
0: Yeah, and on the contrary to that, like I would agree with you a hundred percent, man. Like I, uh, you know, I'm someone who's big in the space, right? I'm invested, like you know, relatively, you know, heavily. You know, you know, other people have more and less, right? But I'm pretty invested in the space, NFTs, all that, right? But uh, I don't mm-hmm. have a, a VR headset either yet because um, I agree with you. Yep. Like it, It's not something that, you know, everyone I know has some people I know have it. And, you know, they'll meet up and I'll be like, oh, shit, I wish I had one. And, you know, that's some of this stuff, right? That FOMO, whatever, that kind of drives you to want to get one. Um, but I don't think it's a deterring factor at all. I, I think I agree with you again. Most people don't have a VR headset, even if they're in the space and, you know, maybe that's more to come somewhere down the line when it does get more popular. And I love that you're saying, you know, that's a possibility, but I think a hundred percent that, and maybe it would even be a mistake to, you know, develop uh, de- or sorry, devote resources to that uh, type of development when, you know, not a lot of people or not, everyone's using that right now. Um, so I, I Mm -hmm. love actually to hear that, that you're focused on what's important. You're thinking about the users, you're responding to the data that you're getting in real time that, you know, it's not kind of VR based, but people do want to connect. They do want to be in the metaverse. And I just want it to be really easily accessible and, you know, you don't need the NFT. You're coming straight from your web browser. You don't need a VR headset. Um, so again, I, I love how accessible
1: it is. Yeah, for sure. And I appreciate that. I mean, and I get what you're saying too, and, and, and we talk to a lot of people who are more in the web three and NFT space and and are continually surprised that they aren't, uh, as high of, you know, VR users, but like, then we just get it. We're like, gotcha. Those, <laughs> the mainstream confuses and buckets all of that stuff together anyways. And like, we know the difference. Um, but it is still just interesting to see. It's like, okay, gotcha. They're more focused on X, Y, and Z and the people who are over in the VR world are focused on completely opposite things a lot of the time. And so, uh, really at the end of the day right now, like we use, we kind of use uh, some of our parents as like guinea pigs. We're like, all right, let's, let's build something. Let's see if they can get into it, get their avatar set up, get the controls set up because they're not, you know, they're a lot less digitally native um, than myself and other people on my team are. And, and they're a great place to look. It's like, if we can make it work for them, that's a really good place to start because we know that it's an easy experience. Um, and so that's just, that's just the bedrock of everything we do. And we have a lot of great experience doing that because of our uh, I don't know if I don't want to confuse it or, or, or get tied into it. But we have a we have a physical location here in, in Minneapolis, uh, Twin Cities area where we put first time users into VR. We put first time users into augmented reality uh, and then we use our platform with them. And so we have really good uh, knowledge of what average users know how to do and don't know how to do. Uh, and then that's just our, our, our North Star for all of this. Yeah, again, we basically have a testing ground. Like we 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 put more first time users through immersive tech than maybe anyone else on the planet, and so we just have a lot of really good. Uh, you know, it may it may not be scientific data, but we're just like, gotcha. We just put, you know, we had a group of senior citizens come through, and we had a group of eighth graders come through. How did they react differently to what we did, and how do we make something that works for both of them? At the end of the day,
0: yeah, that's honestly amazing. I mean, you know, scientific data like. Who gives a fuck, you know, about scientific.
1: <laughs> We're not writing white papers quite right now.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a setting where, you know, it's not even scientific, you know, what you're talking about. It's it's user-based experience and you're getting user-based data from all different types of users from, you know, it sounds like all different types of uh, ages and communities and ranges. So, you know, yeah. I think that's
1: how you build a project. Yeah. And, and the big thing at the end of the day, too, with a lot of this is that like we look at, you know, Roblox a lot that has millions upon millions of kids. Uh, using it every day, and it's a very young audience. But that same audience is going to grow up and enter the workforce and be more uh, connected to brands in the very near future. And so, you know, we're not building for uh, that audience today, but we also understand that they're going to grow up with these three-dimensional social spaces that make a ton of sense to them. And if if they are interested in a brand or a, a Web three project that isn't harnessing that, they might look elsewhere. Right. So. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's an interesting time, for sure, with all this stuff.
0: you bring uh, Roblox up, because you know, again, I'm not, like, crazy like, into the VR, whatever, Metaverse, that type of thing, I don't even know if Roblox has VR, Um, but the exposure I've had to Roblox, it was funny, I got roped into it through this ad that Chipotle had, where if you went, like, the Chipotle (laughs) Metaverse, um, you would be able to get, like, you know, some sort of coupon or I think it was like a free meal or a free burrito. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, why the fuck not? So I actually went into there for that. Um,
1: Same. And- <laughs> so- we're, know. we're easily, we're easily coerced when a free burrito is on the line for well, I mean, sure. All yeah, day long. You burrito,
0: you are- <laughs> I'm basically there, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, what I was going to lead into with that was when I was in that kind of Roblox portion of, you know, the Chipotle, I noticed they also had all these like games and all this other type of shit that they were running in there. And I think, you know, that was kind of the point, right. To get people to see that type of stuff or, you know, to get kids or whoever playing those games. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, that's not necessarily what I'm spending my time doing is playing the, you know, burrito making games in Chipotle, but there are games that I do play. Right. I'm, I'm a gamer also. And I do like gaming, you know, here and there when I have free time, it's a nice, uh, you know, kind of catharsis release of stress sort of thing. So I guess another question I would have is, um, you know, do you have any intentions for that? Like, what do, you th- or what do you think about the whole gaming side of things?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think still at our core as a, and when we think about our audience, it really is non-gamers, non-techies, people who don't identify maybe as a gamer, even though that term, I mean, you know, I don't know, I play, started playing video games, whatever, 20, 25 years ago. I mean, you were never, this was before a lot of like online gaming. So you're like, you're like, yes, I play computer games, like alone at home. Am I a gamer? I'm like, maybe. But nowadays, right. There's people who also spend six hours a day playing PS5. There's kids who spend five hours a day in Roblox, like doing social things with their friends. Are those gamers? I mean, it's all kind of this larger umbrella. And so we look at a lot of people who who would definitely self-identify as a non-gamer, mostly When we think about the ui and the controls and the complexity right because you can if you are a gamer and you're making this crazy play to earn nft token verse that has all these rules and things to do like that's fine for some people they're like they they eat that stuff up and they're like all right cool i want to do all these i want to do all the side quests all this stuff uh but for a non-gamer they might just be there to socialize come to a special event Taking some cool content, meet some people. Right. I mean, it's just like a different approach. So um, as far as like the, as far as the audience goes, I think that that's, that kind of covers that. But I would say though, and we've been talking a lot about this is that something that we want to develop soon for our spaces is, is some type of game mechanics. Right. So whether you are a gamer or not, I think there's a competitive streak in a lot of us where you're like, cool, I can, I can collect something and I can, earn something and I can trade it in for a digital good, whether it's in, you know, an avatar outfit um, or a physical good, whether it's, you know, something from uh, our space or we're sending, you know, uh, we're sending something out to people, whatever, right? Like people, people are willing to, like you did with the burrito, people are willing to do things uh, in return for things. Also something that, that, (laughs) that our team is very um, uh, familiar with is like a high score or a leaderboard. Um, so I think that there will, we'll find an interesting way to roll that out here in the next couple of months where it's like, how do we, how do we build a couple of these mechanics that, you know, say you're in there by yourself, there's still something for you to do that, that has uh, a mission to it. Right. And, and an end game. So, uh, yeah, I would look for, look for something that, like that soon. We're, we're just trying to, um, kind of fully nail it down. I mean, a good example, our friends, uh, over at red wing shoe co the, the guys that make all the work boots and, uh, I don't know, you might, you probably know them for that. They just uh they just released a Roblox experience. And I will say I spent about 30 minutes collecting coins so that I could buy my avatar to become a huge boot. Like like I, I didn't put shoes on, I put a boot on my body, is what they had as like a wearable. And you bet your ass I, I walked around and picked up coins until I could uh buy that. Cause A, it was hilarious, and B, it was like, cool, I've got I've got a goal in mind. So um, again, I, I don't know if I would call that was I gaming, but I did have a I did have a goal that I had to fulfill and I had a reward in front of me. So I think all of that stuff, just like you see with NFT projects and stuff like, hey, do these things for our giveaway or do these things for, you know, people like to to be led down a path where they can they can get rewarded or, or you know, be surprised in some way. So I think all of that, all of that's on the table for sure.
0: Yeah, as a gamer myself, you know, self-described, uh, mm-hmm. I,
1: would,
0: I would say, you know, I, I welcome all people to the gaming community, and I would say that's definitely, you know, gaming. To me, I'm loose with the definition, you know? Yeah. Why, why not, you know, call yourself a gamer? I'm not huge on labels in general, um, you know, so I don't, you don't get tied up in that if you're a non-gamer, this and that, right? But um, I, when I think about uh, the metaverse, a thought that comes to mind to me sometimes or semi-frequently is this game called Destiny, Um, or Destiny, Destiny 1. Destiny 2, I think, is the one that's out that people are playing. And I don't play it a lot anymore, but I, I played Destiny 1, a little bit of Destiny 2, and there was, you know, these lobbies. And, like, or I guess you would call it a lobby. I forget what you call it. Like, you know, a headquarters or a meet-up space or whatever the fuck, you know, it was. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, bro, you would spend, like, a disproportionate, seemingly, you know, like, funny kind of amount of time in there just setting up or, like, getting your guys together or just, like, talking to your friends, like, bullshitting, like, you know, while they're picking their loadout or something. But then they would have these, like, weird, funny little, like, I don't know, random things, like, just, like, a ball to push around or something. And, you know, maybe sometimes there would be, like, some goal goalposts or, like, some other shit like that. Or you would make, like, fake goalposts. And you'd be like, all right, bro, like, while this guy's picking his loadout, um, you know, let's see who could, you know, push this ball. And you'd try to be a goalie, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, mm-hmm. who could score the most goals. So you know, I know you said, you know, gaming is not the major focus of it, but again, just pure user feedback as someone who is a gamer, or even someone who's not, right. I think everyone likes these little kind of things to do, you know, on the side or, you know, whatever with your, you know, ADHD or, you know, just kind of spare attention or keep your hands busy, keep your mind busy kind of thing. Like, you know, a ball to push around or like a tic-tac-toe or like, you know, something like that. Um, yeah. Another question I have for you as someone who kind of, like I said, demoed it, um it looked like there was like some sort of unlockables or like experience points or like something like that. You know, I don't want to speak too much for you, but what what is mm-hmm. that? like? 'cause cause when I was asking about gaming, to me that's what I thought, like, oh, there's there is some sort of gaming aspect. It looks like there's unlockables, which again, I, I have the loose definition, but to me is gaming. Um, you know, what was that all about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're we're working towards that. You know, eventually we'll have this larger ecosystem of experiences that are that are within the platform you know and you're gonna have people and we get it right like we're gonna have people that maybe come out to an event one time and and maybe they don't come back and use Simulacra ever like we we hope not we're gonna aim to do the opposite of that but like it happens it happens with games it happens with websites whatever you know people come and check something out and and they're like cool that was awesome." I might wait and see if there's another thing for me. And then hopefully we're going to have people who come out often, like you see with people who come out to Twitter spaces, people that come out to hopefully more of the hangouts we're doing with the Flexi guys, et cetera, right? Where, how do we start to build, um, yeah, a reward system for people who are returning? How do they, how do they get points and maybe not even points, right? How do? they, how are they getting new wearables or new, levels that that just show them as you know kind of a power user or someone who's been around the block a lot or somebody that has uh superpowers within the platform i think all of that stuff would be super, was would be a lot of fun just like when you think about uh character skins and weapon skins and like stuff that's like oh man that like for me like when i earned that boot outfit i was like you know it didn't it didn't mean much but i was like all right if somebody sees me they're going to be like oh man like that guy already got the boot like he must be Grinding or whatever, right? So I think that I think there's a healthy balance as we figure out how do we how do we appease the people who you know come back all the time and how do we keep them um, excited and and reward them for for using the platform uh, while also attending to somebody who's a first time user and a non gamer. I guess it's kind of a tough balance to to find, but I think that we're gonna I think we're gonna stumble on some pretty interesting insights that that can kind of appease both of those audiences, right? Like I'm trying to think of a good example you know, for even online gaming or like the flash games back in the day, you know, that you would go to a website and it would have like a few fun games to play and you could have high scores and you could unlock, um, other levels and stuff. Like, I think all of that works. Uh, we're just still testing the market and testing our users to see what's going to be most um, impactful. And like, like I said, it's all just about that direct feedback. So I think hearing from, from you, um, from a, from a gamer's perspective or not, uh, is just good good knowledge for us to have as we, because like I said, we're just we're open. We're a we're a, a a team that wants to, you know, make the things that people want to use. Uh, there's a lot of people in our space and in the technology space and in the Web three space that that build things without considering the end user or what's helpful or what's not already out there, uh, and we don't really want to do that. We want to continue to build things that have purpose and that can I'm very utilize that. I yep.
0: like especially in the tech space, I think a mistake, um, that companies make, you know, I'm not going to call anyone out, but I think mistakes I've seen some companies make, um, is, you know, you have all these like brilliant people that, you know, in their own right, maybe are like geniuses, right. So to speak, or some people would consider that. And, you know, their line of thinking is what can we do with technology? What is possible with technology? And that's 100% respectable. I get, you know, why they think that and where they're coming from. Um, And that's how we get some of the revolutionary technology that we have is people always looking to push those boundaries. The, I guess, shadow side of that, maybe you would call it or the kind of lack or, you know, gap that creates is I think it's harder or less possible or less, you know, advantageous or just, you know, not honestly the best idea or approach to come out with what can we do and then Mm -hmm. do it and then go all right now how do we get people to want this now that we've like created this (laughs) right here as opposed to what would people want and enjoy and what do people want to do and what is it from the user perspective and you know what is the passion what is the vision what is the dream what is what is the experience you're providing and then going okay now we're like focused on that we're brilliant technology experts how do we go from understanding the, uh, you know, the dream of the end user experience, and then using our tech brilliance to implement technology that brings that to fruition in a way where the technology is, you know, and you said this before, it's simple, it's integrated, it's, it's accessible to the common user, there's not like some sort of barrier to uh, entry or use.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, we, we, we kind of referenced that just technology for technology's sake. And you see it a lot in Silicon Valley. You see it a lot in the VC and startup, you know, and, and, and the thing is some really cool stuff comes from that, of course. uh, But then you get a lot of stuff where you're just like, huh, uh, I wonder if anyone has actually used that. And so, yeah, I mean, we just want to approach it in a different way and it's, it's, you know, no, no harm or anything against anybody else. uh, Just how we, how we're looking to do things over here cause we don't have the luxury to do that. Right. I mean, there's a lot of groups that like here's $50 million and then they sit around and lose it all or, or, you know, whatever. Right. They come up with something that people don't want, you know, we don't have the luxury to do that. We want to build, um, we want to build, uh, what's the word value. Yeah. We want to just create value today for brands and groups and, and everybody else where they're like, Oh man, this was uh this was great. And we really enjoyed this experience and we're excited for what's to come or we're excited to help create what's to come from the other end of it too so yeah, yeah I, and I again
0: you know I, I know you said you appreciate the feedback so i'll you know I'll give as much of a you know as i can yeah. um my two cents something that stuck out to me that you said was it's hard to find that balance between providing maybe something where you could have a an office space or a workspace for a meeting um mm-hmm. you know to a corporate customer to the business world and then how do you balance that with also wanting to have a space where you know it's for kids and for gaming or you know a teenager you know someone in the middle or whatever um and this is a i I love gary v i think i said that but this is a big thing gary v says and the answer is always and not or uh you know i i think you know you don't have to necessarily have a quote-unquote balance i think or or the answer to how you have to have the balance is you know you just do both and you again i don't want to like make a suggestion and it's like, well, you have no idea how hard that is technologically. I, I don't, <laughs> um, or I don't know how hard it, or easy it is, but to have kind of, you know, separate spaces or separate rooms, like within this metaverse, where there is like, you know, a, a door or a portal that, you know, you could teleport yeah. or walk through that's kid friendly and, you know, has like little games or drawing or something like just drawing in the metaverse. Um, and then another room or a door or a portal you could walk through where, you know, it's a hundred percent business focused and there's like kind of no games involved or, you know, whatever, whatever that yeah. would be, or it's more friendly to, like you said before, uploading a document or a graph or visualizing, you know, something that you're trying to see, or, if, you know, like you have architects or something, um, you know, providing yeah. like an AutoCAD within the system or a visual mock-up, uh, you know, another, Absolutely. another thing I would think is cool. I'm just brainstorming again, you know, whatever, feel free to cut me off. It's like, Oh, what, you know, we can't, no, I love it. This. <laughs> but, um, you know, I feel like if it's helpful, I'll say it, but uh, and hopefully it is. But uh, if people could, and I, and I know he said one of the great advantage of this is you don't need an NFT, and that's not a focus. But something I think is cool about some of the other other uh, metaverses or similar spaces that I've seen people build is there's a some sort of way or intention to. Integrate NFTs where you could be your NFT. You could be your avatar within the game. Now, you know, not every NFT and a lot of them, you know, are PFPs. They don't even have fucking legs. So I think that's probably (laughs) a tall order. Like that's probably very difficult. Um, But I don't know, bro. Just throwing it out there like something where, you know, maybe like you have a avatar and it's the one that you guys already have programmed and if you have an NFT that's your PFP on Twitter or whatever it is, um, I don't know.
1: That's don't the design on that character shirt yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, know, that'd whatever,
0: be really cool.
1: Especially if we use, it. if yeah, if like if wallet connection stuff can be optional. Like, I think we're all there for it. But there's just a lot of platforms that are like you. you don't get to do anything until you connect your wallet, and it seems always like kind of ironic. And, it, and like, again, if, the if web it's either web. that or
0: nothing. I would say you guys have the right idea don't make the yeah. wallet connect a barrier, especially cause you know, a lot of people have a lot of risks with wallet connect and it, it's a major deterrent, but um, yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm
1: just, I'm just throwing out ideas. No, I think that's awesome. I think, I think there's some really cool stuff. And, or and even, if, little... even if
0: you don't have a wallet connect, right. Even if it's not like, you know, the yeah. Twitter blue verified, it links directly to your NFT. If you could, uh, you know, some level of customization where you could, uh or, and I know you do have some level of customization, but some level of, um, you know, uploading a picture, uploading a JPEG, right. even if you don't own it, where it's somehow represented uh, on your persona or digital character. I, I don't know. I just think that would be, uh,
1: you know, that might be cool. No, we love it. I mean, I think, I think that's definitely a uh, super near term to us. Is like, how do we get, how do we get super funky with uh, allowing people to express themselves a hundred percent? Yeah. I mean, I, I think just kind of going back real quick to, to clarify as I mean, we are focused on building for, you know, for enterprise, building a space for adults, but we also find that, that you can have a little bit of fun, you know, doing stuff like this. Like it shouldn't be, uh, oh man, I have to get on another zoom call. Right. It should be like, all right, cool. We're going to like go hop around and, and like, we're going to meet up in this whimsical space, but we can talk about a million dollar business idea that we're working on right now or whatever. Right. Like, I think that there's, there's a little bit of balance and and that's what that's what we think is is fun and, and always a good, you know, piece of it. Like if somebody asks us like, hey, build us a boardroom, we'll probably just be like, well, why? And then we'll come back with, with uh, some some better ideas that at least try to, you know, mix that up a little bit. Like I think in the in the space you're at with the Mind or the VMinders meetup, you know, we've got the gallery and it's it's fairly traditional, but it, it looks pretty cool. And then you go out to the deck and you're like in outer space, like, cause why not? Right. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a little bit of like, all right, we can, we can do something a little bit fun and funky with this rather than, and then put it in base reality. Cause you know, we, we have different rules we get to play by. Like I I just climbed up to the top of one of our sculptures while I was in here, because I was like, I'm going to test if I can. <laughs> cause uh, at some of our previous meetups um, when we were building early on, we had kind of these like brutalist architecture kind of sculptures and, and buildings that we were using. And, uh, and we found out that everybody would just try to like climb the trees and climb the building to get to the highest spot. Like we were kids on the playground again. And it was really funny. We're like, Oh yeah, people do like to be, you know, have a little bit of fun in here and, and uh, you know, and all the gamer folks are going to get in here and try to be like, all right, what can I glitch into? What can I, what can I jump up to? What can I, uh, what can I try to find a way to break, which is fine, right? That's what we're all here to find out. So yeah, um, yeah, I mean, excited for tomorrow. Oh, I was going to just wrap, not like wrap it up, but like coming back quick to, to tokens and stuff. I mean, we we did mint um, 100 of these kind of Remy, our, our avatar focused tokens um, that are on Ethereum through our Rem5 Studios kind of wallet account there. I mean, basically, you're going to, if you come out to our event tomorrow night, you're going to be able to go up to that as one of the pieces of art there's a link out to a type form where you're just going to basically put in a little bit of information and drop your wallet address. And then we're going to airdrop those to everybody um, who signed up for it, like who has a working ETH address. And we're going to drop those. And then, um, you know, we don't have anything. Yeah, if you want to yeah. drop that on the link uh, or to the space,
0: that'd be awesome too. If uh, again, people are listening or, you know, you're listening on a replay, you can go to my Twitter and uh, you know, scroll through a couple tweets and find the, uh, the link yeah. to this. I think that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I think I think that might be posting out later tonight too, but um, but the thought is that, okay, well eventually, right, we're going to have 100 people that do have this token that was, you know, special to our launch event, like, and we'll want to do something for them in the future, whether that's uh, a gated event um, in the future. Oh, by the way, you said Remy. Uh, I'm sure the listeners have this question too, if I do. what What's Remy? Oh, yeah, R- Remy's just the name of our, our avatar guy, so you can see him in my, in my profile pic. He's kind of our and I say he, I mean, he's he's a non-binary space robot. So um, we don't, you know, we kind of, we actually chose uh, this style because it does help eliminate a lot of things. Because once you go into, all right, I want to make an avatar that looks a lot like me, you need 10,000 different options to really make people feel, you know, like they can express themselves in the space. And we're like, hey, we're going to start off with, with Remy, our character, um, for those who don't know, like the production studio is Rem Five Studios, who like builds the platform. So Rem, Remy, Rem Five—that's kind of our some of our terminology. So we just uh, we went with that name for this character. Uh, so the the NFT has kind of this cool posed version of the of the avatar, and it's got some like uh, you know futuristic blue tones on it and stuff. And so we're like, all right, cool. Let's let's mint that we're going to get people with, with that in their wallets. And then we're going to be able to do some funky stuff in the future and reward them for like coming out to our event. So, uh, you know, right. No near-term plans, but um, we will want to start building, you know, this audience of people who have come out to stuff. And, and we think that the tokens are a great way to, to start building that.
0: Yeah. hundred uh, percent. I think that's cool. Now, another idea I have, um, and again, I'm just bouncing shit off of you, right? Like, you know, um, you know, I I I don't want to be like coming across as like critical or this and that, right? It's just no, you know, I'm here for it.
1: For it. I appreciate um. it.
0: You know, I think what if you had like um like an AA meeting in there? Like I I know it's like kind of like a tangent or like offshoot idea, but you know, I'm just kind of saying what comes to mind here. Like you know, people who um don't want to be identified, people who go to AA meetings, um. You know, there are people who find the comfort to leave their home and, you know, it's anonymous and what's said in the group stays in the group. And it's phenomenal that that is something that's available for those people. But mm-hmm. what I'm thinking in regards to your platform is what percentage of people would want to get help and go to a meeting uh, of some sort, but they can't even, even though whatever said in the meeting stays in the meeting. And, you know, I, I've never you know transparency been to one so I, i'm saying this because i'm pretty sure this is how this works just from what i've heard yeah. but um you know what if that's that's not even that's too much for people and that's a great idea right and I think Where you people, can... there's
1: there's a lot of comfort in in what you know being able to speak your mind i mean there's yeah therapy group sessions i mean there's, yeah there's definitely a lot of stuff kind of in that vein right. um that and i you, think you know you thing. stay
0: anonymous and you know, maybe someone, right, if it's a healthcare thing, maybe there's some registry and, you know, there's an email that's approved and an access code and only certain people can join. And, you know, you make sure whatever your healthcare cover, you know what, I'm sure there's technical shit. And I I understand every idea I say, it's like, you know, you have resources and people that can or can't handle it. But, you know, I'm also getting the feeling that you guys are totally, you know, dedicated to, you know, doing this over time and staying committed. So, you know, maybe it's not an idea that comes to fruition today or tomorrow, but maybe it is something that comes to fruition over the years. Um, But, you know, something I always try to do with my spaces is, you know, in addition to giving you a voice and giving the project a voice and talking about everything, um, you know, that I could do for the people that are using it kind of like on a regular everyday basis. You know, I'm big on positivity. I'm big on helping the world. I'm big on, um, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to find the niches of people who are you know, quote unquote, falling through the gaps that, you know, whatever systems we have to help people today are kind of just missing them or not helping them. Um, So that's something that comes to my mind is, you know, that's an, maybe it's a small niche or it is what it is, but, you know, maybe, or if it's not the most profitable or whatever, but, you know, I think, you know, if you're a positive focus group, that would just be, and maybe it would be profitable, whatever. But I think it would be something awesome to see um, is if like, you know, you just find different ways that. You actually bring real healing, uh, if you want to call it that. I think it's appropriate. You bring healing to people who are in need of it. Um, And yeah, I I think that anonymity, like, I I think that would be a cool thing for you guys, if you're not already Mm -hmm. or whatever, to think about uh, as an angle or a paradigm is to uh, think about a customer base of, you know, not only who would want to just like foster connection in the space, but who would actually want to take advantage in a positive way of that
1: anonymity within the space. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. I we think we're, there's a lot of those types of like national, international organizations. Um, and like you said, with a number of factors between how the world is, whether driving uh, other issues, right. I mean, making, having this uh, as an available platform for people who can't make it to certain things, I think makes a ton of sense. I mean, right. It's like, okay, there's, you know, in the twin cities, I don't know how many, meetup locations they have, but maybe there's just one for every major Metro that's like, all right, 50 people that can't make it out in person, like you have this as an option once a week or whatever. I think that that's a great idea. I think uh, um, there's a lot to that because then it can scale, right? You just have, okay, we built we built an environment that's focused on what would make sense for an AA meeting and a lot of good resources and links and uh, a lot of just feel good stuff kind of in one space that can probably have a lot of really tough conversations. And then, uh, and then you just build out one for every single metro, or, or you know, we we work with them to be like, all right, how many, how many different versions of this do you want, so that people can actually self, uh, get them into a, hey, heck, it doesn't have to be geography based at all at that point, right? But I think sometimes maybe it's like that's a good first step for somebody who isn't ready to go to an in person. A hundred percent. That's uh, I'm I'm looking up their website right now. <laughs> awesome, bro.
0: I love how responsive and positive you are to the feedback. Now, you know, whatever, kind of just jumping all over the place. Um, just going back to the regular user for a second, another idea that I have for your project is uh, you know, concerts. And you know, maybe this one's obvious or whatever, you're already thinking about this again, but uh, you know, I'm just going to keep putting it out there. Um, uh, you know, cause worst comes to worse, you know, you don't use it and who cares. Right. But best comes to best, it does create value for somebody and it helps. So, you know, I think if you have an idea, again, just for the listeners, you know, I think if you have an idea, like try to put it out there uh, and try not to get upset if it gets dismissed. Like try to just have the perspective that, uh, you know, it it's the, the only hurt, I guess, is your own feeling of feeling rejected. And if you are someone who's, you know, positive and wants to help the world, I think, yeah, maybe rejection hurts and, you know, it's hard to deal with and this and that. And I'm not, not empathetic to that, but, you know, try to get a perspective where you see it's a small price to pay, um, to put out your idea and put feedback. But yeah, I was just going to say like concerts in the metaverse or, you know, comfort concerts in, you know, your kind of universe, and then kind of adapting from the concerts and even for, you know, other types of events that you have. Um, you know, I know how familiar with you are. I, I, would wager you've heard of it, but you know, POAPs uh or proof of attendance pass, P O A P. That's what a POAP is, if you don't know. Um, but it's like, you know, its own kind of like NFT or mini NFT or like offshoot NFT, where if you were at a certain place or at a certain time, you know, you're in the registry registry list, you know, people verify you, you get this kind of other token to say that you went. So I think, you know, I think it would be cool to uh, have that for concerts. And then this is something I've said just in general about the metaphors and tickets and concerts, but especially if you hold it on your platform to have some sort of way where you could like cross reference or a software that automatically cross references and kind of helps you connect and match up with people that have been, you know, maybe you didn't realize they were there. Right. But have been to a lot of the same concerts that you have, or been to a lot of the same events that you have. And, You know, it recommends, hey, you may want to message this person, you may want to, you know, have a podcast with that person or whatever it is, but in some way connect, because there's this like verified way of knowing you have some sort of basis for conversation in a larger degree than maybe you would have realized. And you said it before, it, you know, location based can help. It could be a good place to start. You know, it's good to have people in your community. But, you know, there's billions of people in the world and statistics wise. The statistics I don't think are probably very, you know, I've never run the numbers, but I, I would wager they're not very high that the people you're just naturally most compatible with in all of the billions are going to happen to be in a large density in the geographical region that you live in. So, you know, if you could provide this platform in this way for people to, you know, meet the other people that are more compatible with them, more like minded, have, you know, more similar uh, shared interests, and they don't even have to kind of do the work or, like have you know the kind of small talk to get there it's something where it goes hey it's recommended because you have all these similar po apps uh you know you've you've been to actually all these same things you just didn't know you were there together um you know whatever i I, some of these ideas are larger ideas but i'm just putting them out there into the world because who knows who's listening and you know maybe someone will hear it and be like yeah let me partner with these guys so whatever but uh you know I'm, i'm positive maybe over idealistic sometimes like i've been quote unquote criticized for that but Fuck that, man. I don't think you can <laughs> be over idealistic. You know, like throw out as many ideas, and if it's possible, it's possible. And if it's not, you know, don't take it to your ego. Um, but yeah, dude, hopefully that's helpful. Like, you know, I get inspired about this shit, and I just want to kind of create as much value and positivity to the world. So, as much again as I, as I want to sp- uh, create a space for you to promote your project and tell people what you already have, I also want to throw my two cents in and, you know, maybe, uh, you know, my idea helps you guys or helps other people or helps your users or whatever it is.
1: Heck yeah. No. And, and we get that. I mean, we're all about it. You got to take your shot. You got to, you know, see if people want to do something. Cause there's a lot of people out there that yeah, that are excited to connect and collaborate and, and uh, you know, it's, we're, we're more powerful uh, together than alone. Right. So uh, that's what, that's what we're here for
0: dude, again, I I love it so much. Uh, You know, I love to connect with positive people in the space. This is kind of an aside, but you know, my personal story growing up, um, I've always had trouble up to a certain point, connecting with other people and making friends. And eventually, you know, I've been through therapy, and I recommend therapy, and I've gotten over a lot of that. And now, you know, people kind of see me as this outgoing person that's, you know, a social butterfly, some people have even said, and which is always funny to me because uh, some part so. of me self-identifies inside is kind of being this, like, you know, closeted gamer, like a little bit afraid of the world indiv- individual. Um, but uh, sorry, I, I kind of lost my train of thought for a second there. But anyway, basically just saying that I'm, I'm very in love with your platform and that it provides a basis for people like me. Uh, that maybe are a little bit introverted and maybe haven't done the therapy, maybe haven't gone through it yet to have this kind of intermediary place where you're still kind of getting to a place where maybe you can, you know, have interactions in real life. Um, but where you either can't cause you don't feel comfortable or can't just because physical distance limits it. And it's just not realistic that everyone who's really naturally going to be attracted to you is in your physical space. It, it kind of solves that problem. And when people come out with a company or a product, you know, a smarter, like necessary or logical question, I think to ask, um, is what problem is this solving in the world? Because if it's not solving a problem, you know, there's art, there's entertainment, and that solves the problem of, I guess, boredom and this and that. But if you're not solving any type of problem, you know, sorry to say it, but you're probably not going to be super successful as a product, like things that sell things that have value, things that generate money are things that solve a problem. So, I just, I, I see so many possibilities for the metaverse. I see so many possibilities for your problem. Uh, I, sorry, I see so many possibilities for your platform to solve problems. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just excited about it now, not to kind of cut it short or anything. I actually, you know, I don't have another, um, podcast after this. So, and I'm, I'm free for a bit. So if you want to keep it running, I say, let's keep it running. You know, as much as you want to get out here, um, as much as you want to talk about also want to be respectful of your time though. We are, you know, at the hour slightly over. Um, You know, I just kind of want to check in with you. Do you want to see if any – well, we have two listeners in here. Do you want to see if anyone wants to come up and, like, ask questions sort of thing? Do you want to close out? Do you want to keep going? Yeah, for uh, sure.
1: If if anybody's got anything they want to add or a cool experience that they've tried uh, or questions about what we're up to, like, let's do it. Um, But if not, we'll open it up, but we'll Uh, see. Obviously,
0: don't feel obligated to come up. You know, if you're doing something and you just have it on listen or whatever it is, that's fine. I want to make sure always everyone feels welcome and comfortable. Um, But if you do have a question or you want to join the conversation, feel free to come up, request. I'll definitely obviously approve it. Um, No one's requesting yet. So I'll assume probably everyone's just hanging out listening again, which I said is fine. Um, But yeah, Simulacra, you know, how are you feeling here? Just kind of temperature check. You know, you want to keep going, keep uh, opening up, talk about things or do you want to wrap it up? And I'm honestly totally fine with (laughs) either.
1: No, I appreciate it. This has been, uh, this has been awesome. Um, A lot of good back and forth, a lot of good stuff to talk about. I mean, we've, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited about the future and how all of this stuff's going to come continue to come closer together and all of our worlds are going to continue to combine. So uh, this is only the first couple steps here. Um, So I think everybody's really excited for, you know, next year, (laughs) see kind of where everything kind of plays out for sure. Both in the, both in the metaverse space, the web three space, the VR space, the AR space for sure. And um, yeah, we're, uh, but we're excited. We're, we're, we're just, you know, clicking away. We're going to continue to add more features. We're always excited when people reach out, you know, we have a, we have a couple different contact forms um, or just hit us up on social media here on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. I mean, we're, we're just uh, excited to, make those connections and learn a little bit more about what other people are doing in the space. Or if they're just, you know, want to learn more, they want to meet up uh, and do a tour and, and, and chat with me in the platform. Like I'm all about it. So always feel free to, to reach out, you know, that's, that's kind of the big thing. Take your, you know, take your shot, send me a message. Let's uh, let's see what we can make something happen. Cause that's the only way uh, things are going to happen. So um, I appreciate the time. I mean, I think, I'll probably have to, to bounce just because we, we've got the big event tomorrow. And we've got a few more, few more things we're, uh, we're still throwing to throwing together here to make sure everything uh, looks good, runs good. We've got our giveaways going on and a bunch of cool stuff. So um, yeah, I guess no, maybe so last you week, know,
0: this obviously be a longer uh, discourse here, but you know, I guess if yeah. keep it short, um, one question on my mind is, obviously, I've been calling you Simulacra the whole time. And if you're uh-huh. not boxed, feel free to not answer this question. But do you want to just give a quick, uh, I don't know, two, three minute, whatever it is, up to 10 minutes, I get however, however much time you have, give a quick rundown um, of who you are. If you want to tell us you know, what your name is, how and why you got involved in this, why you're passionate about it, why you believe in it, and then uh, totally down to close out.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's a great question to to roll it on. It you know sometimes different groups. Uh, yeah, I've been meeting with some people in the Web3 space where I'm still don't you know actually know what their name is, but I think that's fine. We all we all sometimes live as uh, you know these other versions of ourselves. Uh, my name is Brian though. Um, yeah, living up here in the Twin Cities, kind of working with the with the Rem5 Studios team, which is our larger agency that that produces the Simulacra platform. Um, Wait, Brian with an uh, Y or I with an I? Oh. Bad answer. You said uh-oh. Uh-oh. no, sometimes there's always a uh, there's, you know, us Brian's we that's the first thing we have to ask each other. It's, it's a bit of a smell test. That's
0: hysterical. OK, so my name isn't uh, is not Brian, but my you know, I'm, I'm docs, too. I, I don't I'm out here. I'm public. I'm here for the people. Uh, my name is Ian Lepkowski. And uh, it, it's a funny, stupid, courty little thing. But I, I always think it's uh, funny when other people have names that have my name inside of their name so like i don't know like adrian or like brian or something so yeah. that's that's just my personal like goofy little reason why i was asking because uh you know i don't know we it, it's i get it though it's funny it's cordy but I, I i'm like oh okay we have some connection i'm 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 inside brian i'm inside you <laughs> <laughs> i'm I'm, uh, I'm there but sorry well, I'll,
1: keep going. Well, I'll start somewhere i mean it's, it's funny how more and more of those the simulation is uh, is slowly showing itself, right? So uh, soon enough, soon enough, it'll all it'll all be revealed, right? But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I've been I've been working with the the Rem5 team here for a little over three years, uh, which which is a.k.a. before the pandemic, uh, if any of you remember those times. And so, basically, when that when that hit in March, we had started exploring these types of environments. Um, but you know, the pandemic happens, it really puts a, quite a bit of a damper on our physical location and our general mission of, of getting people into high-end VR experiences for a number of, uh, verticals. And so we basically quadrupled down on building experiences for this platform, um, and just learning more about what, what other people are doing in the space, what kind of markets are being underserved. Um, and then how can we how can we fill the the white space that really isn't getting, excuse me, a lot of attention. Um, So we did some projects with target. We've done some projects with the Minnesota twins, kind of some of our our bigger brands we've worked with, but then we've done like everything in between. We were, we were doing live comedy shows. We did a couple concerts. We were doing art galleries. We were doing stuff with big public arts projects. Uh, We did like this crazy hybrid gallery where you actually walked through a blank gallery in a VR headset that was in there was in a version of the digital twin of the gallery with all the art hung on the walls that was really cool so like we were like right this was 2020 and we just had to experiment because everybody was playing defense like nobody was nobody was here to be like yeah we want to like do a big project right i mean so we were like cool what are the what are the different ways we can start uh utilizing this technology and getting people exposed to the three-dimensional internet um And then since then, I mean, kind of in these last nine months, we, we debuted um, our first like new NFT gallery on this platform, really for VCon, we were out at a couple places in person, we had a big party at our space as one of the after parties. And that was really cool. We actually got Beeple to to try out Simulacra during VCon. He was at one of the parties we were at. And we're like, holy shit, is that actually him? Because like, you know, like there's those people you, you've you seen on the Internet or you really don't know what they look like. And you're like, I, I'm i not my brain's not comprehending that that's who I think it is. Uh, as I'm talking to him, playing our platform and he's like, there's not enough Beeple pieces in here. And I'm like, what <laughs> you think we can you, know, you think we can afford that? Uh, so that was funny. Um, yeah. I mean, and then since then, right, we're Yo, kind of side. Worked...
0: It's funny you mentioned that because. Well. Uh, yeah. I I can relate to the feeling that you're talking about when, um, when I I went to this event in New Jersey at like nationals, something card convention where Gary V like had a trading booth and like they were doing like a bunch of sport cards, like all around and like even Gary V had some sport cards, but a lot of it was focused on the compete and collect. And when we got there, like, I don't know, I guess what I was expecting, I guess I was expecting a larger kind of crowd to show up for Gary V or whatever. But, uh, you know, I guess not everyone wanted to, cause like I've been to other events and it's like packed out, you know? So I, I thought it, I guess would be more like that. And it was, it bro, it was very accessible. And we walk up to the card thing and I'm talking to my friend for a second and we turn around and bro, there's Gary V. And I'm like, I had this moment where I was like, holy shit. Like I, I didn't stand online. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Like if I want to buy a card from now, I, the guy I'm talking to that's working the booth right now, I'm pretty sure that's Gary V, and like, obviously, I was sure, obviously, it was Gary V. But like, it was just this moment of like, holy shit! Like, is that really Gary V? So I, I can, I feel like I could relate to uh, what you're talking about with people. But sorry, uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, No, I mean, I think yeah, we're we're really excited for kind of this big launch event tomorrow night. Um, We're hoping to pack the place out, really start to push the limits, uh, you know, of our of our tech stack and just keep getting better with it. And then we're kind of the next phase for the next, uh, month here going into the end of the year. And then early next year is, is really just doing a bunch of outreach, trying to find brands and communities that, that want to do something different. I mean, there's a lot of big, big brands who are leading the space, you know, the Nikes of the world, but, uh, there's so much room for everybody else and it's not going backwards. Right. So, um, we're really excited to to find some really cool use cases and, and we're already having a lot of really cool conversations. So uh, it's going to be an interesting, you know, six months, 12 months here for sure.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, I think that's people or, or sorry, I think people that aren't involved in the NFT space, you know, hopefully, you know, I bet a lot of people that are listening are involved, but hopefully some of the people that listen to this aren't involved in, are learning about it and using this as a resource. And um, yeah, I just think that in general, you know, you have this accessible platform, you have all these events going on, uh, you're doing all these things for people, you're open to feedback. You know, you're someone who clearly, you know, I asked, why are you passionate about this? You know, who are you? Clearly, you're someone who's passionate about it because, you know, you're technically minded, you see the value and the benefits of where the technology could go in the future. And even if it's not, you know, 100% there today, what some people don't realize who are skeptical about, sorry, sorry, that are uh, skeptical about the space Mm -hmm. is the dedication uh, and commitment and, you know, financial investment and time investment of the people that are involved in the space. So as someone who, you know, also myself is just heavily involved, I really believe in it for, you know, all the same reasons you do and, you know, probably more um, or the same or whatever it is, uh, not to one up, sorry. But, um, you know, I, I think, I think that's what people don't realize is really the point. Like, oh, people think it's a fad. It's this, it's, it's that it's, it's going to go away. Uh, and the reason it's not a fad and the reason it's not going to go away is because there are very real people out here like you, like myself, like all the other, you know, creators and founders and builders that, you know, really do see the potential and understand that this is the future. Mm -hmm. And Just like, you know, before the Internet came out, before people widely adopted Facebook, people people said the same thing about all that shit, that all that was a fad and it wasn't going to catch on. And now, you know, everyone and their grandmother uh, is on Facebook. Right. So I I think if you're skeptical, just understand you're probably going to end up on the side of history. You know, and no big deal. Don't feel bad. But, you know, try to get kind of caught up now on the idea that, you know, people who don't believe in it are going to kind of be the people that, you know, got into Facebook later, got into the internet later, you know, people who, when the internet came out and eBay came out, oh, I'm not, I'm not putting my credit card into the computer. And maybe there was reasons to have valid concerns about that in the very beginning, but eventually everyone's using eBay. Everyone's on the internet. Everyone's making pur- purchases online. and Amazon's like one of the biggest or biggest or second biggest, right? Like companies are most profitable in the entire world. And it's like, This is what NFTs are. This is what the space is. And I just want to, again, shout that out, second that value. You know, you're a genuine, positive person from my perception. Um, So I support you. I support what you're doing. Um, You know, we'll kind of wrap up here. Any other things, again, you want to say about yourself or like a kind of last mic drop thing or, you know, anything you want to go out with here?
1: (laughs) I don't know if I have a good mic drop. Um, I... I'm not sure if I did them right, but I did reply to the 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 spaces tweet. Yeah, just another thing. I mean, anyone listening between now and tomorrow night, uh, come on out to the event. You know, there's a lot of times where people talk about, oh, yes, there's but- there's nobody in the there's nobody in the metaverse. I mean, we're hoping to have a hundred of our avatars run around, people having conversations, people meeting artists from all over the world, people meeting myself and the team. And I think when you come out to an an event that is actually you know, well done and well executed that has a good turnout. Like that's when you see, like like you did with the Vminer space, like when you see a bunch of people having a great time in one of these platforms, that's when the light bulb goes off versus all this talk about, you know, there's nobody out here. Or there's all this, you know, bought land and there's nobody in there. Like we're not focused on that. We like to execute, you know, events, give people a reason to come out and, and have a good time, you know, for even, you know, whether you can stay for 20 minutes or, or two hours, you know, we're, we'll be out there. So um, yeah, anybody who can make it out uh there there's the eventbrite link that i that i uh tweeted at this one but if not i think i've got an automatic an automatic tweet going out to the simulacra account at like seven or 655 tomorrow that's going to have all the information either way if you do the eventbrite you can get you know in for some of the giveaways but hey you know this isn't going to be our last event our last rodeo so we just want people to come try it out and see what we're up to ask questions get excited and and uh you know help us kind of create and make a path into this next generation of the internet.
0: All right. Phenomenal. So, uh, you heard it here. This is uh, Brian from Simulacra again, a positive person, someone who I hope, you know, you kind of got the same takeaway that I did here. Um, a builder in the space, someone who's passionate, you know, this is the talking about life podcast. And, you know, a lot of people ask, Oh, what is it about life? You know, it's kind of general, Um, I like to keep it general. I like to welcome everything, but if there was a focus, it would be what people are passionate about. Cause I love to focus on people's passions and build people's passions. Uh, real quick too, as we close out, someone commented that one of the links wasn't working. So, um, obviously after we close out here, if you could just post like the working link or respond to that person, which I'm sure you will, um,
1: that would I be probably good. tried to, I probably tried to finger it in while we were while we were chatting and, and maybe I hit the wrong button but all good no worries um
0: yeah <laughs> we'll so fix we'll fix out. that like I said you respond to feedback like crazy so love it love people who welcome feedback feedback um you know not a good perspective to take feedback as like personal or criticism whether you agree with it or not you should always hear it just hear what people have to say um I always close out or not always but a lot of time here, I close out with a message from my good friend, Afikasi Brand. Uh, he always does this on his spaces. That's called the Barbershop. Uh, he's just a good friend of mine. This is not a paid sponsorship. Uh, I just think it's a Genuinely, he's a good dude. It's a good space. But he always says, if you haven't heard it today, you are loved. Uh, the universe is full of love. And even though there's dark times, there's you know always going to be light to balance it out. The yin and the yang, the positivity of the world uh simulacra thank you again so much for coming on brian pleasure meeting you hope to connect more and go to more events and just deepen our relationship uh and our connection in the space um and i know i already said this but any last last final words
1: last last final words is is uh tack was right i i missed a letter in the in the link but i've uh updated it in uh with the uh to the the spaces thread so yeah, I mean, thanks to everyone listening now, listening into the future, and yeah, just feel free to reach out or connect. You know, follow us on uh, socials and you see what we're up to. But we, uh, well, we, I appreciate the time here tonight and the platform to to get to jam and hang out a bit. It's uh, it's nice. Thank you.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Like I said, uh, you know, would love to have you back on sometime if you know there's something else that you know you want to talk about and we could find an opening where we could connect. Um, you know, this is kind of uh sort of the beginning of this podcast for me. So we're seeing where it goes and what direction it heads in, but I'm super open to feedback kind of like you are, um, or exactly like you are. I'm open to any direction people want to go in as long as it's positive, as long as it's helpful, as long as it's about passions and delivering some sort of value. Um, you know, it's a big Gary V thing again, I'm a Gary V guy, but you know, even, even an interview that you think doesn't de- deliver value or, only delivers value to one person or, you know, you and the person who's having the conversation and it just delivered value to the both of you. uh, I think that's still worth it. You know, any, any value is, is value, any connection you have, you never know where it could go. I think you should connect with as many people as possible. Um, I think you should be open-minded and I think, you know, you should be friendly and trying to find the similarities between people instead of differences. Uh, And again, if you haven't heard it today, you are loved. That's a message from my good friend, Afikasi at Afakazi Brand on Twitter. Check him out. Go to his barbershop. Check that out, too. And uh, thank you for listening. Hope to see you on more podcasts. Peace out, everybody. You are loved.